you know what time it is. It is time for an economic update with Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. Hey, how are y'all doing? Great. doing? Great. Welcome back. So excited to see you. It's so ex exciting to see you. You know who's not excited to see us? Anyone from the Biden administration True. who thinks that they're actually <laughs> fixing the economy because we expose that they're not. That's exactly right. It's so true. You know, if, if, if uh, people knew how significant all this was, they probably paid more attention in economics classes mm -hmm. in high school, but yeah. they didn't. And so, you know, and, and they, they don't emphasize that stuff enough. So you just kind of maybe get by and so forth. But other than like knowing what prescriptions you're taking and checking on these kind of things and stuff, there is nothing that we can focus on to take more responsibility that actually mm -hmm. impacts our ability to raise our children or you know, fund and pay for yep. and keep ourselves going than economics right now because we're realizing the 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 levers that a crazy guy's got his hands on like impact us quicker mm -hmm. and more directly than ever before. Well well yeah and so so I've taught economics at universities before. Um mm -hmm. so here's the thing. You didn't miss much by not paying attention in economics class. <laughs> you didn't miss much because they teach you so much garbage that you will never, ever need to know. And when they get to the financial aspect of it, the professors go to old things like Markowitz asset pricing models and different financial things. And, and it's like, all right, well, if we're going to slow down inflation, you raise interest rates. And here's the supply and demand curve that show it, right? But they're dealing with fake numbers, right? They're dealing yeah. with like, the consumer price index, which isn't real. So the policies that are being taught in college to actually fix bad policy won't work because they're not looking at, at anything that's real. It's it's the problem of, of mainstream media hits academia and they don't teach the right things. And so I'm, I'm not even exaggerating here. People watching this show over and over and over again will know more than somebody who graduates from with with a, a bachelor's degree in economics or even mm -hmm. a master's degree in economics because we'll sift it down, filter it out to just what's important, what you need to know and why, and then what's the end goal? To overcome yep, that's to right. that knowledge and data and then be able to do something with it with confidence and boldness so you can step out in the right direction. Guaranteed, I talk to economists every single day and you've got economists at the Fed who are saying a bunch of nonsense mumbo jumbo, right? It's mm -hmm. like their policy and they're not dumb, right? They're not, dumb. but what did they learn in their masters and, and PhD programs is the yeah. wrong thing because they're yeah. dealing with the wrong data. And mm -hmm. you have to look at the, the one major thing you have to look at when it comes to inflation is money supply. See, they're looking at the symptom of inflation when they talk about it and that's rising prices, but what causes rising prices when you start to look at that, you can understand, yeah. and it's nothing more than an increasing money supply. Well, how do they try to fix the social ills and everything in the economy? By printing money like there's no tomorrow yep. to give people handouts, right? right? To for for stimulus programs, for entitlement handouts, for for to raise the debt ceiling, right? So it's like, okay, the one thing that you're trying to do, the mechanism, the policy to actually try to fix things is gonna make things worse because they don't understand. And these are people with PhDs in this stuff. They, they're not actually looking at what is the root cause, right? It's like, 
It's like going to a doctor and you have a headache and it's like, all right, take some ibuprofen and go home or take an antibiotic and go home. Well, what's causing it? Right. Well, we don't know, right? This will fix it in three days. Well, it's like, how do you know if you don't know what the problem is, right? Yep. So, and and this is like, I, so I'm almost equating modern medicine where how can you know what's really wrong with somebody by going in and they, they look in your eyes and they, they, you know, bang your knees with the little mallet and say, okay, you're really, <laughs> you're good. And then you go home after 10 minutes. It's like, but I still feel sick. They didn't actually do anything to yeah. other than that, you know? So this is the same thing that economists are doing. And I'm not saying that all doctors do that, right? I'm just using a parallel example. of. Well, but that is the model. The, the model is. for hospitals is as quick as we can get you in and out. They don't ask you any questions about your diet, sleep patterns, mm-hmm. stress levels, water intake, any of these things. And you're going to leave the prescription no matter what. I always right. think you that's, give that's a great example of that. It's like, you know, if you have a light on your dashboard, you know, and you take a hammer and, sm- and smash it, and you're like, okay, it's not, not there any longer. It didn't take care of the problem. You may have be done with the light. Now you don't know there's, you know, something going on. But that's kind of like yep. what medications are. It's just continuing to cover the problem, but not really addressing where's and, it coming from. And, and the, the, it's not that doctors are bad. Doctors are amazing. They have an incredible heart to go into that field. It's the model that they mm-hmm. work under is not designed to keep you well, it's to cover up a problem temporarily. And that is what economists are talking about, how to help you and maybe understand or stomach a gas price or interest rate change. But their goal isn't to take people from slavery to freedom. Right. And to help them rise up a level and actually accumulate wealth that's that's generational. Mm-hmm. That's your focus. Right. That's our that's our focus, right? And and we want to accumulate wealth. I mean, let's let's take this one example further. Let's look at Big Pharma, right? So what does Big Pharma do? They come out with medications to try to fix something. But then that medication, if you're watching like a commercial, says all these nasty side effects, <laughs> yes. right? But then they create medicine to cover those side effects. Right. And then that medicine has other side effects. And so they keep making money off of what they're trying to sell you. Yep. And I mean, so so here's here's the deal. When you're looking at the economy, there's uh, I, I believe it was Chris Mortensen that I was I was watching a little video podcast with, and he made this great correlation, and it was a good one. And looking throughout time, it's spot on accurate. And to me, it's one of the best leading indicators of where the economy is headed, not just domestically but globally. And so we've got a chart here that we can look at mm-hmm. because what does it show us? It shows us that that oil consumption and GDP growth are proportional to each other. Meaning, as as oil consumption increases, the economy will increase, right? And GDP will. Gross domestic product, everything you produce and consume in a nation. When oil consumption starts to go down, well, then GDP is going to go down. So what this chart shows is the oil consumption on, on the bottom, the horizontal scale, right? So the farther you are to the right on that, U.S. and China are way over to the right. They're they're the highest consumers of oil on the planet, which makes sense because we're the largest economies. That's what that vertical part of that shows. Well, if you look down on that that trend line, those are all those dots are all countries, and it shows their GDP as a as a component of how much oil that they consume, right? And it's, and it's, I mean, look at that. It's, it's very tight to that, to that number. This is, this is a very good correlation, correlational study. So we have to then look at oil consumption globally. It peaked in 2018. 
it peaked. So what does that tell us? Moving forward, if it peaked and, and oil consumption keeps coming down, what's going to happen to global GDP? It's going to come down as well, which means global consumption, global output is going to come down. Well, like we talked about on our last show, um, you know, there's symptoms, right? And there's yeah. cause and effect to everything that we do. So what happens when GDP comes down? It means less people are spending money. Mm-hmm. It means there's less government revenues from taxes. But yet during this time, the, the buildup of entitlements and stimulus programs and interest on our national debt has exploded, right? Those don't go away. But yet the income is coming down. So countries, not just America, but every country around the globe is forced to go into an inflate or die scenario. So what this tells us is a shrinking economy comes with with shrinking oil use and oil peaked in 2018. So therefore, countries all over the world are going to have to start printing money without discretion, which that is the root cause of inflation. Because so when you print money, let's just say we're the Fed. Let's just say David and Stacey are the Fed. Um, shame on you. I know. No, no. I was like, oh man, I, I feel, I already feel bad about myself. Me too. <laughs> yeah. You, you now have to take a shower after that. Yeah, the same thing. I think I need a shower. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you're the fat and, and the government's coming and saying, Hey, David and Stacy, we need more money because we're not getting enough in for foreign capital inflow. Uh, but we still have national debt and the, and the defense and infrastructure and all these entitlements and all these stimulus and raising the debt ceiling, print us some more money. And you say, okay, I will. We're going to print $3 trillion. So what does that do? It's like a stock when, when, the, when the owner of the company issues more shares, it dilutes the price, right? It's mm-hmm. dilution. And, and then the price goes down because you haven't changed the total amount of, of money coming. But you, you dilute the share because there's all of a sudden more more money chasing it, right? You've got way more shares, right? So that causes the price to come down because the value of the company didn't change. Right. The only thing that changes, you have more shares. So therefore each share is worth less. Same thing with the US dollar. When you have a currency that's worth less, but you have goods and services that it's still a cost of production, mm-hmm. manufacturing, mm-hmm. it still costs things. Those manufacturers are going to say, hey, stinking America, we need more of your junk currency to buy this stuff from us, like if you were manufacturers in China. So therefore, that's inflation, right? So everything that they are doing um, moving forward, because GDP is going to shrink based on this very strong correlational study, is they're going to have to print money like there's no tomorrow in country after country after country. That is going to cause more inflation, which is why we're talking about it, because you can't fix that. Mm-hmm. I can't fix that, right. right? Nobody, nobody can, but we can identify it. And once we identify it, we can act accordingly to actually take advantage of the inflation. This is what we talk about on every economic update, right? Is solutions to actually navigate through an inflationary crisis. Yep. Well, the best way to invest in inflation is to invest in things because things go up with inflation. That's where gold and silver come in. And mm. I don't see this trend changing anytime real soon. I, I don't. We're, 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 we've got years left in this trend and it's going to get worse before it gets better. So as a wise steward of what yep. God has given us, well, what do you do? You have to navigate through this with confidence and right. power and boldness and wisdom and discernment and identify these trends, act accordingly 
So everything you've been given, you know, that we are called to be a wise steward with doesn't erode because of some dumb government policy that neither you nor I can control. Right. This is where gold and silver yeah. come in. It's wisdom. Operating exactly with exactly right. It's, it's identifying something, knowing what to do. If you yep. see storm clouds coming, you know it's going to rain. Well, one, get an umbrella, but two, you can put a bucket out, capture the rain, and have that on the dry days to take advantage of. And that's the yep. season we're in right now. Because of what's happening, you take this action, and in the next season, you're you take these resources into that. That is it's plainly laid out, very scriptural, and it's available for every single person to begin. And you don't need millions of dollars to do it. Just allocate a little each week, That's which exactly is exactly right. what we've been doing. Yep. And you can get a free consultation. When you go to flyovergold.com, there's great videos on there and incredible information. When you scroll down to the bottom, there's a place you can fill out your information. Someone from Dr. Kirk's team will give you a call, answer questions, help you walk through this process. You can also call 720 605 Three nine zero zero. One thing I wanted to say is you were talking about at the beginning how, uh, you know, watching these different episodes, how that really helps our intelligence in this area. One thing you talked about earlier this week, um, the July 10th was a big day. And I think it's really important for people to know that, that something that happened in 1971 with us taking off the gold standard, it could be overturned by what happened on July 10th and what was put in place. So if you haven't seen that, I highly encourage going back and watching that because that was a really great episode. Yeah, I mean, knowledge, application of knowledge is wisdom, right? Mm -hmm. When you operate with wisdom, you can be in the right place at the right time the majority of the time. This is why God gives us wisdom, you know, because yeah. all that wisdom is, is is knowing what to do and when mm -hmm. with the knowledge that you have, that application of knowledge is wisdom. So mm -hmm. watch all of your shows. I mean, I, I'm not even joking when, when earlier I said, if you watch this, week after week after week, you're going to know more than people coming out of an economics degree will know wow. because there's so much that you simply don't need to know right. when you're going to call, you know, so yeah. why would I focus on it? If you don't need to know it, I don't because time is precious, right? Yeah. It's so, true. So, yeah, absolutely. So quick. these are really great shows to watch for people mm -hmm. who want to understand the economy. And yeah. I'm also putting together a curriculum, modular, modularized curriculum that we can then start to get to people, right? On, yes. on how to own gold, how to own silver, how to put them into an IRA. What does inflation mean? How do you protect Jeez. yourself against hyperinflation? What about the pension crisis? What you should you do? Putting all of this stuff together with presentations that we can make available for people. Because again, the application of knowledge is wisdom and we need to be wise in this world that we're living in, if we want to yeah. not just survive, but yet thrive. But to get more important agree. than smart, smart tells you that tomatoes are a fruit and not a vegetable. Yes. Wisdom says you don't put tomatoes in a fruit salad. True. And that's, that's, <laughs> that's what we need more of right now. Love it. Doctor, doctor, thanks for being on here with us. We really value this relationship now and ongoing because it's these relationships are going to get us through this crazy time, not an elected or a non-elected official. It's going to be us working together and we appreciate you helping. Thanks so much for your time today. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.